The opinions represented during this show may not necessarily represent those of KRMG or Cox Media Group. Your host is Dan Witham, a financial advisor with offices at 8516 East 101st Street, Suite C in Tulsa. His office phone number is 918-398-8387. Dan is a branch manager with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Now here's Money Talk on News 1023 and AM 740 KRMG. And good Sunday morning to you. My name is Russell Mills, and this is Money Talk in the studio with me, live and local on News 1023, AM 740 KRMG, Mr. Dan Witham, and Mr. Steve Money. If you've got questions today, you can text us at 95920, and it's a special day. You can even give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. That's 460-5764. And, of course, every week, Dan gives away the free books. What do we got going this week, sir? Sure do. This week, the book is The Little Book of Safe Money. Russell, did you notice the market had a little bit of a dip? little bump there. A little, uh, what was it, about 25 3%? Over the week, it was yeah, it was more like three percent for the last two days. Just the last two days, I was looking at the S and P, but about three percent in the last two days on the S and P. So we had a little bit of a drop on Friday, mainly related to the China issue and the tariff issues from uh, Mr. Donald, if you will. Right. He said that he wants to well they put into effect some of the tariffs. Basically, is what he did. And China right? said, yeah, okay, well, two can play that game, and yeah. <laughs> the market wasn't real thrilled about that. Here we go. Yeah, and so we're giving away the little book of safe money, which is all about safe investing, conservative investing. It's an excellent book. I've given it away before many times. It outlines strategies for satisfying our ever-changing appetites for investments and a lot of other things. It's a pretty good book. It's written by Jason Zweig, who's an excellent author. And we'll also send you along with this book information on our equity-linked certificates of deposit, which are FDIC-insured. And we've talked about them on the show before, Steve. But as I pointed out to you right before the show started, we have one that made 18% last year and another one that made a 24% gain last year. You know, I think a lot of people won't even believe that because right. we're used to seeing these, you know, 0.01% or whatever uh, bank returns, yes. which are nothing to talk about. Absolutely. In fact, you lose money on those just by inflation. Yeah, 18% and 24% are pretty good. And granted, last year was a good very year, good. and it's not going to be the average year, but it's still, they did very well last year. And their FDIC-insured equity-linked certificates of deposit. If you'd like to know more about them or get a copy of the book, just give me a call at 918-398-8387. That's 918 918- 398-8387. Just leave us your name and your address. When you get our voicemail, we'll send that information out to you on the Equity Link CDs. We have a whole variety of them, a plethora of Equity Link CDs, different ranges, different maturities, from two years to five years right now, based on different indexes. And most of them did very well last year. So the worst one I've seen did like 7% last year. That was the lowest. So, and for a CD, well, that's, that's pretty still, amazing. That's I, still seven I, times what the bank was paying right, last right. year. I mean, so <laughs> the bank still made money on your money. <laughs> that, that's how they stay in business, actually. So, and yeah, if you're Bank of America, you're paying, you're getting paid point zero 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 nothing, whatever yeah. it is, zero 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 zero. It's not even worth talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Probably enough to pay for your gas to drive yeah. over there. <laughs> At the end of the day, I hate to say it. But it's not worth your online banking, really. It's, you know? it's sad, sad but true. Anyhow, we have a very special guest today. I think we should get to him, let him speak a little bit. As I announced last week, we were going to have on Mr. David Cheney is here. He's the founder and the superintendent of Epic Charter Schools. And I understand he started the school back in 2010 or so, 10, 10 to 11 school year. But I'm going to let him talk. And we would we welcome your questions if you want to text your questions to us or call in. Uh, the text number I know is 959 959- Zero. I'll let Russell give out the phone number because I don't know what it is off the top it's of my head. It's 918-460-KRMG. That's okay. 460-5764. Okay. Thank you. And uh, David, well, 
First of all, thank you for coming up here from Oklahoma City. I know you got up this morning and drove up here, and I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you guys. And so tell us who you are. Tell us about, a little bit about your background, if you would, to start with. Well, uh, I'm, like, as you mentioned, I live in Oklahoma City. I'm uh, from Oklahoma originally. Yeah, actually grew up uh, in a small uh, farming town in north-central Oklahoma, Newkirk, uh, by Ponca City. And, and uh, I've got three kids myself uh, and uh, just you know, feel that uh, I, I've always been involved in uh, discussions with uh, what's going on with education. My background is both in online education and in social service. So most of my adult life has been spent uh, either in, in the education arena or for time in social service. Uh, and then, you know, kind of the, the genesis story of Epic Charter Schools. Epic is the uh, largest charter school in Oklahoma. and. Uh, actually has both uh, a statewide uh, virtual charter school as as well as a, a charter that allows us to have learning centers or facilities-based learning in, in Oklahoma and Tulsa counties. Um, but uh, for me, EPIC started uh, with an idea as as really as a parent, not, not an educator. Uh, back in 2009, when my oldest son, who's now uh, out of school, was in middle school, uh, in public school, he was that uh, kid that I call bright but bored, where uh, he was getting in trouble in class. And, and my wife and I went to a meeting with his teachers. We met with all of his teachers, and uh, his name's Josh. And they said, uh, we're having some problems with Josh. And I said, okay, first question, how are his grades? Oh, his grades are great. He's making straight A's. He's in pre-AP this, pre-AP that. He's doing great. And I said, okay, what's the issue? They said, the issue is he gets his work done in 20 minutes. Whoa. And then he well, we can't have that, can yeah, we? Can't have I mean, that. oh, my and, gosh. And then now he's a disruption. You know, a typical uh, 12, 13, 14-year-old boy, he's talking to the girl. He's poking his buddy with the pencil. He's being a disruption in class. And I said, okay, you know, we, you know we're big proponents of public education. I come from public education. I went to public school. Uh, both my parents are, are public educators. My mom's a 43-year elementary school teacher she actually works for me now as our reading specialist <laughs> my dad was a high school principal and, and college professor uh and he's retired and so you know i'm a big believer in public education we said we we want to push him we want to challenge him let's you know we'll work with him at home you tell us what you want to do let's come up with a plan together and they basically looked at us and said that's not our job wow. now at the time, as a parent, I was pretty frustrated by that. Now, I've come to understand what they mean is we don't have the capability to do that because we've got to teach in a classroom setting. Right. And we have to teach all kids and we have to teach to the middle. But I kind of walked out of that meeting and, and said, you know, there needs to be another alternative for public education in Oklahoma. And that was kind of the, the start of what became Epic Charter School. Right. I know you probably haven't heard this yet, but... The teachers here are talking about a walkout next week. And of course, I'm being facetious when I say that. Um, everybody in the state, I think, has heard of this issue. And it's a little, a bit contentious. And there's a lot of discussions going on on Facebook and other, other A couple, yeah, you bet. About yeah. this subject matter. And, you know, it's I'm, I'm, your school is brought up a lot because of you pay people differently. First of all, you don't pay on a scale. Uh, you don't do just time, you know, time and grade so type pay. You pay more like a based on merit pay. And tell, tell us a little bit about your funding. I know we only have about a minute or two before the break, but tell us a little bit about your funding, how you get your funding, if you would. Well, charter schools are, are public schools. 
sometimes people don't understand that, but charter schools are public schools, and uh, our funding is tied to the state funding for them. When a student enrolls with, with us, their state aid dollars follow the student. And so all of our funding is based on the student enrollment for so that year. Is that kind of the same as a voucher? No, it's it's not a voucher. I mean, it has some principles of that, but it's it's not a voucher. I, I wouldn't call it a voucher anyway. It's it's just that, uh, you know, just like with if a if I move from one public school district to another public school district, uh, those dollars follow the students at, at least for that year. Uh, not getting into the three-year average and three-year high of public schools. Uh, we can talk about that later. But the dollars follow the student based on the public school they attend. So slightly different than a voucher, but but has some principles that are the same. You're talking about the state formula where they basically look and say, if you have X number of students, you get X amount of dollars from the state, I think is right. how they do you get it. Right. Per, 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 per pupil right. Yeah, There's funding. A per right. pupil uh, state amount, state aid. Right, and he does not get, from what he told me, any of the ad valorem, the local tax money though he just gets the state money with for his school correct and the, whereas local schools obviously get both you know, is there tuition both. on top of i'm sorry i didn't mean Go to ahead. cut you off right. is there tuition on top of the money you get from the state no charter schools are, are public again are public schools so they're free uh for any uh oklahoma resident to attend and that's that's a good thing you know certainly so there's anybody can attend it basically any student in, in oklahoma can attend it right yeah, yes any student between the ages of four and 20 uh, that's the population we can serve that our oklahoma residents can attend uh, okay. our, our school because our school has a statewide district boundary right so mom and dad don't have to pony up any money to get into epic if they want to send their child there basically absolutely wait, wait you don't have 400 uh, school superintendents uh, no okay I, I only have one me <laughs> all right so Finally. here's the headline is you know these are charter schools that are paying the teachers way more than the state average and we'll get into a little bit about how all that works mark might even have a question because mark's a teacher our producer and Mark, go That's ahead and right. roll that That's bumper right. music because we're going to get ready to go to a quick break here. Remind you, if you'd like a free copy of today's book, The Little Book of Safe Money, you can call Dan's office at 918-398-8387. Do be sure and leave your name and address because it's Sunday and there's nobody in the office. They need to know where to send the book. The number again, 918-398-8387. You also get that white paper on equity-linked CDs absolutely free. You're listening to Money Talk on News 1023 and AM 740, KRMG. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Welcome back to Money Talk here on News 1023 AM 740 KRMG. This is my favorite show for soundtrack, Dan. Just to let Good. you know, love, love your tunes, bud. <laughs> Thank you. Coming up here in about eight minutes, your top stories of the KRMG 24-hour Fox News Center. Your forecast from Fox 23, it's a little bumpy. Definitely going to see some rain, might even see a scattered thunderstorm. So stay weather aware and keep it here. Storm Center will activate if necessary. Coming up next hour, Fox News Sunday. Meanwhile, if you've got questions for the guys today, you can text us at 95920 or give us a call. 918-460-KRMG. That's 460-5764. Your host for Money Talk is Mr. Dan Witham, and he's giving away the books. That's right. The Little Book of Safe Money is our book this week. It's a great book all about conservative and safe investing. We'll also send you along with the book for free. We'll send you information on our equity-linked certificates of deposit, which are FDIC-insured. And one of which made as much as 24% last year. Another one made 18% last year. And you can get this information absolutely free. Just give me a call at 918-398-8387. 918-398-8387. Just leave us your name and your address. And we will send you the book and the information on the Equity Link CDs. Absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. 
And uh, I want to say hi to my friends, Will, Danny, and Drew, who I worked with last night out in Creek County. Russell, I finally got out there. Well, good. So this was, you're a, for folks who don't know, you're a reserve deputy. Yes. And uh, recently moved from another county, which I right. don't know if you want to name names. But that's right. Re- recently yeah, that's moved fine. to Creek County, which yes. is a big, that's a big chunk of territory. 950 square miles. Whereabouts are you patrol or were you last the night? The whole county. The whole, whole county. Because <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> it's a, it's work a big county. Yeah, it's a very big county. You know, it goes almost all the way to Stroud. Mm-hmm. It ends right, right just before Stroud. So it, it's a big county. And I saw a part of it last night. I didn't see all of it, that's for sure. But I saw a part of it last night. And so it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. I've done, been a reserve officer for 25 years now. So I enjoy it very much and uh, had fun out there. Anyhow, back to our guest, David Cheney, the founder and superintendent of Epic charter schools we were talking before the break about funding and school districts in oklahoma have two sources of funding here we go i'm pulling up my numbers here russell so i can give exact numbers oklahoma spends 5.21 percent of our gdp on education of total gross domestic product right which puts us right in the middle in the country by the way we're at 25th is where we're ranked smack dab in the middle now not in dollar terms this is in percentage percent of, of GDP, GDP. So, so keep in mind what I'm referring to. Not lies, not. damned lies, yeah. and statistics. <laughs> statistics <right>. so, <laughs> but now the reason I bring this point up is, is not, not for that, but it's for a different reason. We spend 2.25% of that is spent at the state level. The 3.19 is spent at the local level. And Epic does not get, as I understand it, the local funds. They just get the state funds, the 2.25%. or part of that 2.25% based on the the student number of students, right? That's correct. All the the local funds stay uh, in the local district where the the family lives. So the the local district still gets all of that local funding, even for the students that attend uh, our school. Okay. I see we have a question, Russell, up on the board. We do. It says, does Epic accept kids on an IEP, which is an individualized educational program? Yes, uh, we accept all students. Uh, and as a district with a statewide boundary, we, we enroll, one, we enroll students year-round. Uh, we're actually still getting about 32 applications per day this at, you know, at this point of the year for wow. this school year. Uh, but specific to the question, yeah, about uh, between every year between 15 and 18 percent of our students are special ed students that qualify and are on IEPs. Uh, our students receive all the services, whether that be speech service, uh, PT, OT, um, and for many of those students, uh, our model is uh, the least restrictive environment uh, for students on specific disabilities, uh, specifically students that are on the uh, autism spectrum. A lot of those students, uh, our, our learning model uh, fits their needs really well. But yeah, we receive or, or accept all students. There is no criteria other than the age that's laid out in the law. Uh, and the statewide boundaries, you have to be an Oklahoma resident. Uh, outside of that, there are no other qualifiers to enroll uh, at Epic Charter School, or, uh, and we accept all students. So is it fair to say that if you qualify for your uh, school down the street, your regular public school down the street, from an attendance standpoint, you can qualify for Epic? Yes. Yes. Any, any public uh, school student that's eligible for public school uh, can attend a charter school and can attend Epic. And it doesn't matter where in the state they live, right? Correct. On and the o- virtual side. For, for okay. our school, yes, it, it, you can be statewide. So we have students in all 77 counties in our state. Wow. And how many students do you have total now? Um, right now, as of Friday, we have uh, 14,252 students between our two school uh, 
and our two charters. Very good. All right, we do have a caller on the line. Terry's calling. This is writing an article about schools and specifically on consolidating school districts. A rather hot-button topic in the state of Oklahoma. Terry, what's your question today? Well, it's just sad to see the teachers are going to walk out of the state's number four nation's worst-ranked schools. But you know we're also number four in 555 school districts uh, behind high population centers like New York, Illinois, and California. So the question is, is, I guess, district consolidation a, an option? Is that what you're asking? Well, it's, 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 it's got to be a requirement. Uh, district superintendents average $100,000 a year. That's 555 school districts, plus the salaries of assistant superintendents and all the other print, uh, school principals, food staff, all the way down to custodians, and none are in a classroom. All right, so what do you think, Dave? Well, I think the the school consolidation issue is, is obviously a kind of a hot button and a, and a big topic because of the, the funding challenges uh, in our state as a whole. I mean, as somebody that comes from a, a small rural school and, and grew up in a rural school, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that the answer is closing school districts uh, because, uh, you know, for a lot of those small towns, that school district is their community center. So I'm not sure if it's closing schools, administrator consolidation, or, or somewhere in between. Uh, but, but we obviously have an issue. I mean, there's an issue with uh, equity in our state. Uh, One thing that doesn't get talked about enough is there are school districts in our state that uh, get $30,000 per student worth of funding total, and then there's school districts like Epic that get $4,400. And to me, one of the challenges in solving our problem is is to find a way to make funding equitable where we fund every student the same. And you're still paying teachers more, even with far less funding. Oh, so you're talking money. about large corporations in, uh, like the oil industry or something of that nature, uh, uh, a refinery, for example, in one county, they get more money than uh, those without. Yeah, there are there are because of the funding formula, there are differences based on local uh, tax base dollars. All right, we're going to take a quick time out for the news. Remember, if you'd like a free copy of today's book, the little book of safe money, call Dan's office nine one eight three nine eight eight three eight seven. Do be sure and leave your name and address so they know where to send that free book and the information on equity linked CDs nine one eight three nine eight eight three eight seven. More money talk after the news on News one zero two three KRMG. Welcome back to Money Talk here on News 1023 AM 740 KRMG. My name's Russell Mills. Happy Sunday to you. Coming up in less than half an hour now, stay tuned for Fox News Sunday. Remember, if you've got questions for us today and we're talking about epic charter schools, you can text those questions to 95920. Got a couple on the board right now. We'll get to those in a second. Or you can give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. That's 460 Five seven six four. Your host for Money Talk is Mr. Dan Witham, giving away the books. What do we got? That's right. The Little Book of Safe Money this week. It's a great book by Jason Zweig, all about conservative safe investing. We'll also send you information on our FDIC-insured equity-linked CDs, one of which paid as much as 24% last year. So the information is free, and so is the book. The number, 918-398-8387. 
918-398, excuse me, 8387. Just leave us your name and your address, please, when you get done, when you get the number of the voicemail, and we'll send you that information for free. Very good. Okay, we do have some text questions in, and I think a lot of people are curious, David, about how Epic Charter Schools works. And so this person asks, are students selected by lottery? Uh, No. uh, Again, we enroll year-round, and every student that meets the statutory requirements of being between the ages of 4 and 20 years old uh, and is an Oklahoma resident uh, is, is eligible to enroll if they choose to enroll. And there is no tuition Correct. No tuition. It's a public school. It's a public charter school. Right. We're we're a public school just like your local uh, brick and mortar school down the street. The difference is is we're we're a public school without walls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're a public school without walls. I mean, we do have uh, learning centers, as we discussed, where students can. For for us, uh, a building just becomes a tool of learning. We we truly, even though we're considered. a statewide virtual school. States classify charter schools as different things, whether it's independent study. In Oklahoma, we're considered a virtual school. But what Epic truly uh, is and, and tries to be is is a customizer of education. We look at every student that enrolls. Uh, we look at their learning style through multiple intelligence assessment. We look at their uh, strengths and weaknesses when it comes to standards mastery through benchmark assessments. And then we build a custom plan for that student, which includes online curriculum, can include offline, uh, includes face-to-face learning instruction with the teachers, can include a building, uh, and how much a student uh, in Oklahoma or, say, Tulsa counties goes to that building can depend on what their needs are. So for us, a building just becomes another teaching or learning tool, uh, and, and we're truly able to customize what a student needs. Well, apparently uh, we have one text who says it worked for them. It says, I want to thank Epic Charter Schools. Epic allowed my 10-year-old grandson who had problems in public school due to his disabilities to get caught up with his twin and build confidence. And thank you, they say. Well, that, that's awesome. We, we appreciate our families. I mean, we only exist because families choose to enroll in our school. There, there are no requirements that say because you live here or there, you attend this school. We, we truly exist uh, and have grown because we invest in our families, we invest in service, and, and invest in quality, and invest in our teachers. I have a question for you. You said that you design a plan, a custom plan for the student. <clears throat> now, I haven't been in a public elementary or high school in a long time okay so i don't know how they do it nowadays but do they since not little do, house on the prairie yeah I think somewhere on that ingles <laughs> i think were uh, classmates but um anyhow uh back when i went to school it was one size fits all you sit in the classroom and you have all have the same plan but it sounds like your plan's different am i right or am i misinterpreting your remark no, no you're absolutely right i mean the idea that one size fits all in public education and i and i grew up in that same one size fits all public education setting uh that idea no is no more i mean one size does not fit all in public education even within a household as i said i have three children each one of my children learns differently i've had uh, my own children that attended epic charter schools i've had some of my children that that attended their traditional brick and mortar setting it was finding what is the right fit for each individual student and collectively we can all be part of the solution but for us we, we rely heavily on every student in our school. One of the first things they do every year with the, with the parent, with the student, we, 
we look at our, our school model as a partnership between student, parent, and teacher. And one of the first things those three do is sit down and, and complete what we call our individual learning plan. So similar to an IEP for special education students, but every student in our school does an ILP, uh, which kind of is the basis for building on uh, what their plan of instruction will be for the year. All right. You know, you know Dave, I'm sorry. Go, no, go, go ahead. ahead. You know, Dave, one thing you mentioned a while ago was uh, kids that are somewhere on the autism spectrum. I have so many friends uh, that have to deal with that. What sets Epic apart from the brick and mortar school when it comes to dealing with a child that's somewhere on that spectrum? Well, uh, one, using, uh, depending on the spectrum and where the student is, using a lot of technology uh, seems to suit, suit students uh, with autism very well. But also, the, one of the biggest things is we're a mastery-based school. We're not a seat time-based school. There aren't requirements that say a student has to be here at this time at 9 a.m. from 9 to 9.50, you do X. So that allows, what we focus on is concept mastery and progress. So students do have to engage in their learning. They do have to make progress. They do have to uh, succeed. But uh, it doesn't, they have the flexibility where if I need to take a, a break because I, my attention span is, is shorter, I can focus and then I can take a break and go do something else and then I can come back to it when I'm ready. It, there's, a, there's a lot of flexibility in when the learning can occur and the family controls uh, to a large extent with their teacher when the learning occurs and that and that's why uh, a lot of students uh, not just students that are on the autism spectrum but a lot of students that's why that this type of learning model fits with them well i had some interest in that because i represent a family who has an autistic child who uh, was just abused at one of these uh, homes that that you know you, you can put your family member in and uh, there's a lawsuit going over that and because of that i've had to learn a little bit and I'm amazed to find out that Oklahoma does really absolutely nothing benefit-wise for, uh, for autistic uh, challenges for people. Yes, that's, that's uh, true. Uh, it's true in public education as well as far as, uh, you know, I think, I think the trend is, is heading that direction. To catch up with that, I've seen some, some things that are mo moving in a positive direction as far as providing additional supports and services for those students. But from an education standpoint, because we're able to customize, because we're able to individualize the instruction, we can work with the family to, uh, to create a plan for success. For us, it's about individual success for every student uh, and, and making learning gains. You know, from time to time on this show, we've been known to talk a little politics. We're kind of getting into the politics season. They, they register, they file, uh, the candidates file next month, and then the primaries are in June. I'm curious, have any of the gubernatorial candidates contacted you and like, yo, bro, how you doing this? Or, you know, are they coming to you for some advice? There is, uh, I, I would say it like this, there, I think there's a growing interest in how we are operating, especially when it comes to uh, our performance pay model for our teachers and employees. Uh, so I think that I think there's a growing interest in that. Um, several of the candidates have reached out to me uh, just to touch base, and, and uh, I know uh, many of them. Uh, so I think I think statewide there's a growing interest interest in uh, in performance pay in education. Is there one candidate who maybe has a grasp of this better than the others? 
you know, I, at this point, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know that one has a, a better grasp than the others. I, I haven't, I don't think they've gotten deep into what their education platform is going to be. But I'm, you know, I'm like everyone. I'm, I'm interested in watching. I, I bet they're going to be deep next week. <laughs> yeah. So we do have a text message says, so this school has no all day building to take care of kids. While teachers teach and babysit while the parents work. So kind of explain how this does work. Well, like, would a parent need to be home? Well, obviously, it depends on the age of the student, uh, because one of the things about our school uh, that we didn't mention is uh, we serve all grade levels. Well, so we serve pre-K through 12th grade. Uh, so we serve all grade levels, all students. Uh, but obviously, your younger students, yes, somebody has to be there, whether it's mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Uh, you know, a, a babysitter, daycare, whatever. Uh, somebody has to be there with the student. We you know, hopefully nobody's leaving a, a third grader at home and and saying, "Hey, uh, good, you know, good luck on your schoolwork today." Because that is part of our model. It is a partnership. We talk a lot about partnership at Epic because it truly is a partnership between the parent, the student, uh, and the teacher uh, that creates that success. As far as buildings, we actually do. It's one of the new things that we've done this year. Is for Oklahoma and Tulsa counties, we actually do have some all-day facilities where student or uh, parents can bring their students actually from 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. So we offer for free. So free before right. and after care. Uh, and, and still, it's still some flexibility in learning. Okay. You mentioned uh, during the break that your teachers actually visit their students like once a week or mm-hmm. something like that. Home and, visits. Yeah, home visits. I never had a teacher come to my house ever in my life. Of course, I probably didn't want them to come I to my house. Say it, I was going to say that. thing when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I would have gotten in trouble. But, um, is this, how does this work? Well, in our in our uh, original model, our, our model that serves all 77 counties, uh, yeah, we, the teacher actually goes to the students. So our, our even though we're considered a virtual school, our model is one that if you've heard the term blended, we're a more blended school where – we use a digital curriculum to serve the students, and we have an online 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week uh, live homework help uh, where a student can get live instruction over the computer with a shared whiteboard uh, on any of the problems they're having. But our teachers, we keep our teachers proximal to their students that they serve on the roster because on a regular basis they're having a face-to-face meeting either in the student's home or a public library. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> I think that was an A, very, very high A. All right. So basically what this is, you say virtual school. So it's primarily done over the Internet. So they would have to have that capacity. I mean, there's there is that. Right. And, and yes, a large part of the curriculum is provided. We use a combination of online and offline materials. So we'll send students all kinds of uh, supplementals, uh, manipulatives, things like that. But uh and then also we provide at epic we provide for students that need it we'll provide a technology so we provide the school provides a laptop the school can even provide internet access through a MiFi hotspot device pretty cool all right so we'll be back talking more with david about the epic charter schools after a quick time out i just want to remind you if you'd like a free copy of today's book the little book of safe money call dan's office at 918-398-8387 Do be sure and leave your name and address. 918-398-8387. More money talk after the break on News 1023 KRMG. Hey, welcome back to Money Talk here on News 1023 and AM 740 KRMG. Coming up here in about nine minutes or so, the KRMG 24-hour Fox News Center will have your top stories and your forecast from Fox 23. Stay tuned. Coming up next hour, Fox News Sunday. If you've got questions for us today, we're talking education. 
You can text us at 95920, or you can give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. That's 460-5764. And while you scribble that number down, we'll turn to Mr. Dan Witham, our host, who's got a book to give away. That's right. It's the little book of safe money. It's an excellent book. We'll send you a free copy of it and the information on our FDIC-insured equity-linked CDs, some of which did 18 or 24% last year. And the information's free. Just give me a call at 918-398-8387. 918-398-8387. Just leave us your name and your address when you get our voicemail, and we will send that information out to you absolutely free. Uh, David, i got a question for you. We're talking with uh, David Cheney here from Epic Charter Schools. I want to remind you who we're talking to. Tulsa Public Schools has about, I think, 7,000 employees total, and they've got 2,100 teachers. So they've got about a little under 5,000 admin support personnel, other personnel. What's your ratio with your school? And I suspect it's going to be a little bit different. Yes, our our school model uh, has always been designed to be teacher heavy. Um, I have about 600 employees uh, statewide, uh, and over 450 of those are teachers out in the field. I mean, our design is from an admin standpoint is to find ways to create efficiencies uh, to keep our admin uh, structure as small as possible uh, while still meeting our needs and, and requirements. But that allows us to, to invest more in the instruction side uh, and put more of it in the, in the classroom, if you will. Right. And you pay your teachers, I think it's a base salary, plus they get bonus potential, right? Is that right? Yes. All of our, uh, one of the benefits of, of charter schools is, is we aren't uh, tied to collective bargaining. Uh, and so we can do a, a performance pay model. All of our employees are on a performance pay model uh, that if you that is data driven is measurable. And so high performers that invest the time. There's a lot of teachers that are investing a tremendous amount of time in, in students all over the state. Our teachers, uh, when they see those rewards and when the student wins, the teacher now wins too from a, from a compensation standpoint. So our our compensation uh, is about sixty three thousand dollars average for a full time teacher, uh, and that's uh, without before benefits. Our teachers are, are receive full benefits as well, uh, and and the uh, you know that's all based on producing results and and meeting the expectations of both the state, the school, and the families they serve. So a brick-and-mortar public school teacher right now really doesn't have to go to Texas, do they? They could call Epic yes, and uh, see what they're made out of. I'm guessing you're getting a few calls. Yeah, we, we <laughs> actually are. Now, with our growth rate, we, we've grown an average of about 46% every year uh, since wow. we've opened, uh, which is tremendous and, and, and uh, surprising, honestly. But uh, that's required that we hire a bunch of teachers. That And because we enroll year-round, as I mentioned earlier, we're getting 32 applications a day on a seven-day week right now to come to our school that that requires us to hire a bunch of you know a bunch of teachers every year uh and right now i have about 3500 teacher applications uh that that we're reviewing to uh add to uh, epic charter schools well with that many applications for students per day that's like a new class every single day that's correct because our our teachers average uh about 31 students on their roster is is what one of our teachers serves and is it a year-round school uh, yes, it, it, it can go year-round. What we focus on in the summer is what we call summer bridging. So for those students that aren't on grade level or haven't finished their courses, I mean, 60% of our students come to us behind grade level. 60%. Wow. Wow. 
And so, and that's pretty common in Oklahoma in either math or reading. And so those students that need to work more uh, can, uh, and it allows our teachers to focus more time on those students because on a 30 kid roster they may have 20 or 15 that they need to work with over the summer and bridge so that they're ready for the uh, the next fall and ready to move on to that next grade level but all of our teachers and all of our employees are 12 month employees dave i got a couple of questions off of facebook and i'll give them both to you at the same time one uh, do you does a, a graduate of epic get a ged or a diploma and secondly are there group activities like field trips and things like that uh, first question, yes, they get a high school diploma. Uh, we are a public school. We're just like any other public school in the state. So our diploma is recognized by every higher ed institution. We have students that have gone all over the state and all over the country. I have one student that will graduate this year uh, from West po- the West Point Military Academy. Wow. Uh, we've had students go on for athletic scholarships. Uh, and then the second question, we do have a lot of group activities, uh, organized field trips, uh, both localized to regions of the state and then statewide events as well. All right. What districts do you take most of your students from? Do you receive them from, I should say? You know, we, we get students from all over the state. As I mentioned, we serve students in all 77 counties. Um, I can tell you, and I don't honestly look at it district by district, we've got about 37 to 40 percent of our students that come out of uh, Oklahoma County and Tulsa, er, and Tulsa counties. But really, the, if you look at a populous map of Oklahoma, we kind of mirror that. Uh, there are some areas where we've seen growth in northeastern Oklahoma. We've seen an, uh, an increase in students, but uh, pretty well mirrors the, the population of the state and where families uh, live. So we have fewer students out in the panhandle uh, and obviously a heavier, heavier concentration in the urban areas. Okay. And let's talk about spending per student. How much do you spend on the, on the students per, versus other schools? Well, well the state uh, – the state – uh, accounting system classifies expenditures into instructional expenses versus non-instructional expenses. For us, we again, we, our model is designed to put as much toward instructional. So we spend uh, on average about 74 cents out of every dollar we receive goes to instruction where the statewide average is somewhere around 53, 55 cents on the dollar. Okay. Well, I want to thank, I know we're about out of time, but I want to thank David for coming in today. David Cheney here from Epic Charter Schools the founder and superintendent, and a lot of good questions. Got a website or a phone number folks can call for more information? Yeah. Uh, yeah they can, the easiest way is to check us out online, which is epiccharterschools, plural on school, dot org, O-R-G. Uh, a lot of good information on there, and that's actually where parents go to enroll as well. You can actually just enroll right online, uh, and then a teacher will get in contact with you and, and help you start the process. All right. If you'd like a free copy of today's book, The Little Book of Safe Money, give Dan's office a call, 918-398-8387. Do be sure and leave your name and address, 918-398-8387. You've been listening to Money Talk. We're here live and local on KRMG every Sunday from 10 to 11. I'm Russell Mills. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Fox News Sunday's next. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.